podcast uh episode two to be exact we're really excited this time around because guess what we have two mics now so, so we are a solid like three feet away from each other yeah we can we can comfortably not that you know we, we hate sitting close together but, but it's, it is it's basically hot. may and it, we have to have hot. the windows closed so yeah it's hot yeah um so we've got yeah we've got the windows closed because we've mentioned before there, there is noise that that happens in, in the apartment uh in in the stratford uh Upon 18th Street. Upon 18th Street. <laughs> Stratford upon 18th Street. Um, little joke for those... Shakespeare. Liter- those, yeah, those literary fans out there. Uh, and also, we do have two fans running in opposite, in, in the adjacent rooms to this one. So, you know, there's there might be a little bit of noise from that. But that's strictly because I don't I don't want to be hot. I don't want to be nasty and sweaty. Absolutely miserable. I'm sitting still, and I'm sweating a little bit. I've got my handkerchief here and i'm dabbing He's a classy gentleman because <laughs> i because because i absolutely have to i'm a sweaty gentleman is what i am uh i have to have That's something true. i have to have something to wipe myself with because it's hot it's better than like a sweat rag <laughs> classier than a sweat rag so we call them a handkerchief a handkerchief well i mean the, I, I actually bought like like handkerchiefs. actual handkerchiefs. yeah like so it's not you know I was using uh, just a rag that I'd cut, and I didn't feel like that was appropriate, so I went ahead and bought these. But anyway, yeah, uh, super excited to be back. Episode 2. Sorry, Dad, I know I told you we were going to record it the other day. We couldn't get the microphone set up to work. We had to buy another piece of equipment. to like. So it's not as ghetto-rigged as it was in our initial episode. We just wanted to get it in by the end of the month. So today is April is the 30th, 30th. Yeah. so we're going to get it out tonight and hopefully be posted by the second or so i think by monday it should go up faster this time because we're already like in the itunes store okay, so it well, won't take as yeah long. hopefully that'll, that'll work out a little um, bit but we want to say thank you to caleb uh, my cousin who i've mentioned before in the podcast um for i traded him my mandolin for this microphone that i'm using uh and because uh, I, he, I asked him if he had an extra one that he would be willing to part with, and he had my mandolin since he's had my mandolin since last June. Yeah, because he played um, the mandolin for our intro and outro music uh, for it? our wedding. It was intro. The intro was uh, "Dance Tonight" by Paul McCartney, which was on the mandolin because that's what Paul McCartney plays in the song. Um, and that he, so he used it. And he just had it. I let him use it so he could practice. Um, and I, I never really use the darn thing, so. That's okay. That's whatever. I, I mean, I'll use the microphone. So I, I do want to get back into playing some music soon, but I need to find an instrument that I can really stick with because it's expensive to just. You actually did pull out your trumpet the other day. To, I, what I were did. you going to play? I, I was trying to play the, the trumpet line from Spodiote Dopalicious by <laughs> by Outcast because I, I learned it. I learned it uh, about. Uh, gosh. Whenever I went to um, a festival in Georgia, uh, it was an EDM festival, which stands for, I think it stands for Electronic Dance, Dance music. music. Yeah. Right. Uh, and that was one of the times where I reiterated for myself, I don't like to go to live music events. Not I because... learned that the hard way. No, let's not get into that. That's, nah. But yeah, she did. She learned it the hard way too. Uh, for from like she likes music, live music. I, I like live music too. I just like a more intimate setting. So like a small like jazz club or like just a small venue with just you know a handful of people. I don't want to be around thousands of people that are all sweaty and full so of drugs and alcohol. So you won't find me and Hayden at Coachella anytime soon. <laughs> you know I do want to go to Bonnaroo just one time, and I know that I'm probably going to be miserable too. But I just want to say that I went. My business law professor said it's a hundred percent worth it to. Like, get the VIP passes. Why is that? Just because it's, you have, like, a more enjoyable experience and you have more access to things. Like, if you're going to do and you're apprehensive about going, like, definitely get the VIP thing. You'll enjoy it way more. And he's been going for years and, like, takes his young children, like... Which I would never do. If it's anything, like, counterpoint, which His is kids are to. very, like, well, well how, old, how old are they? Uh, I think the oldest one was, like, 
14 at the time. See, I would not take a 14-year-old. I wouldn't take anybody that was... I might go, like, if my parents were like... I just feel like, like there's too many Let's drugs go to this music festival. I'd, I'd go with them. Not that they would ever... Around. I don't think that they would ever do that. They, they're not um, that kind of people. But, uh, yeah, too many drugs. That was, that was my biggest issue, was everybody was on drugs. Um, on drugs. On drugs. They're all on the drugs. They were... They were... They're altered. They were... <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of being altered, uh, our drink of the afternoon, because it's the afternoon when we're recording this, is. uh, out of... We were going to do wine. We actually bought a wine and had it ready when we tried to record last time. We couldn't get the, the whole thing to work. It was, um, it was just a disaster, and... We were, we were trying to get it to work for about an hour and a half. It's and it just, just too hot to drink red wine right now, so we're drinking yeah. very cold vodka cranberries. Yeah. And it's quite delightful. And they're sitting on uh, <laughs> coasters that are crocheted to look like cat Cat anuses. So, you know, it's so funny. Like, anus is the, uh, is the technical term, but it doesn't sound... says butthole. Yeah, well, the, you know... It, <laughs> No, no, I think that anus sounds way worse than butthole. It does. It sounds <clears throat> way worse. One of the guys I work with sometimes, you know how people say, like, I worked my butt off, right? I worked yeah. my tail off. He'll say, I worked my anus off. Like, well, it's fair. I think it's, I think it's, I'm like, it's so how do you specific. work your... Oh, Jesus, look at that. Yeah. That's too loud. we got to be careful. i got to oh. have to back away a little bit. Uh, it might be me. Because um, I talk a little louder than you do. I'll back it on up. Back it on it might up. Be. Yeah, sorry if we if we get a little loud. We're, we're, we're learning... Um, yeah, how we to just use... don't really know how these mics work. Yeah, but... well, because we were having to like be really, really close to the mic that Katie's using um, when we first started. But now that we have two, we could be. It's a little more. We could be a little more liberal with the space that we get. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, we're super excited to be able to do this with two mics now. We can actually bring on guests now. We can bring on Kevin and uh, possibly his girlfriend Allie. If she um, wants, no he- pressure. helicopter. Uh, we live close to the hospital, and one of the reasons we do we did that was because I I work at the hospital, so I can walk. It's four blocks away. Yeah, we only have one car. Yeah, we've only got one car, um, which I actually don't have a problem with. It saved us a lot of money. We were able to get a nicer car when we bought this one. I don't have a problem with having one car. I, I don't either. I don't. It's it's never really been. It also reduces our carbon footprint. Inconvenient. So it's not. It hasn't been inconvenient. There have been times where where it's been my off day and I've been in town. And it would have been like nice. That would have been nice because I like to go to the gardens and it's about to walk to the gardens and back. I have to hike over Red Mountain, uh, and to do that back and forward is about five miles. But I normally pick you up from you. There. You yeah. Sometimes you do. Um, the last time you didn't, but I, I don't care. I enjoy the walk. It's a good exercise. Uh, I don't think I'll be doing it anytime soon, because if... It's hot. Yeah, if this heat is any indication of what it's going to be see, like this summer. in Alabama, we don't have... We have, like, two days of spring. We have, like, a Where fake it's just winter. gorgeous. Yeah, fake winter. And then we have, like, two days of, like, 65 to 75 degree weather, and then it just, like, decides it is done with doing that, and then it just becomes 88 degrees of walking through air water yeah you can swim through the air here it's 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 so humid it's pretty brutal that's the most brutal thing about alabama's weather uh is the humidity so that's a birmingham thing that we don't like but it's just that's alabama it doesn't matter where you go but we have found some things that we do like about birmingham right so one of the most recent things we like about birmingham is uh a, a new to us and like slightly new to Birmingham restaurant called Sky Castle Gastro Lounge. And um, so we went there last week, week before last, I think. I think it was two weeks ago. Yeah, when we were. Oh, God. Oh. The cat just. She she jumped up and. Oh, the cat. Uh-oh. Oh. Um, uh, here. No kitty cat. Here, kitty. Well, no, she's just going to want to get back out. Well, it's okay. That's fine. As long as she has a path in and out, I think it'll be okay. The cat's I just trying gotta, to... I got to move the plant. Move it out of the way. Well, it's not a plant yet. Right now, it's just a pot with dirt it's in it. It's an almost plant. Well, plants. Because I, I planted a lot. Vespa, would you go in the window, please? She doesn't want to. And don't you dare step on that laptop. Don't you dare. Vespa. Oh, she's going to lay down. She's going to lay down. 
we we had a, a blooper from the last one, the last uh, the last take that we did, <laughs> that was really funny actually. Uh, one of the cats, well, she jumped on me, and I and I reacted similarly to I just uh, to the way I just did this past time. It was a little more dramatic, I guess, because it hurt a lot more because she put her claws out. Uh, I'm wearing jeans right now. Part of the problem, wearing jeans. Uh, Best what move? With the heat she's, anyway. Oh, oh, yep, oh, she's laid down. She just laid down. Okay. All right. <laughs> the, I'll take a picture just so we can, just so everyone can see. Yeah. The uh, the bloop the blooper from last time was uh, a cat vomiting just in like the background. Just like hacking, yeah. hacking, hacking, and then and then and then vomit hitting the hardwood. Yeah. So so I'm taking a picture of the cat. Vespa, look at the camera. Okay. There's okay. a trick that I that I saw on the internet. Um, That's a great picture. Yeah, with the cat butthole coasters. The cat butthole coasters is in that picture too. So if oh, you want to perfect. see one, yeah, that be, you can be, have. I totally planned that. She did. Yeah, that was. She's super. Uh, smart that way. Yeah, she's smart that way. Um, anyway, back to Sky Castle Gas. Okay. Lounge. Yeah, back to Sky Castle. Don't push that off, cat. Cats can be such buttholes. Um, <laughs> Sky Castle, yeah. We went for happy hour, and I had a Lakeview lemonade, and I should have looked up what was in it, but I think it was cranberry juice vodka and, like, really, like, lemony lemonade. And it wasn't sweet. It was very, very, very tart. Um, I like which tart, I really though. enjoyed it. So it was sour and it's like a like a pink lemonade. It was really like refreshing to drink. It was a really great summer drink. Like I would be drinking that right now if I could remember how to make it. Well, we don't have the ingredients for it. And if we have the ingredients and Speaking hey, of, I need to get a refill. We're going to have to take a break in a little bit. You've plowed through it that No, much? no. I, I it's cold and it feels good to drink. I didn't put a lot of alcohol into mine. I don't. I'm not a very big fan of mixed drinks strictly because a lot of times they're done wrong. To me, a good mixed drink, you you use the flavors of the alcohol, not, you know, I don't want to taste the like the alcohol like properties. Oh, you remember of that it. drink that? Um, like I like I gin had, because it has a lot of good flavors in it. Do you remember that drink that I had at? Um, Buck Mulligans that the bartender made for me when I was like, I want something different. She made something the, for this me. This is the Boulevard, the Boulevardier. Yeah, and that, yeah, yeah, I think it? that's what it's called. It was and, three and types it's a mixed drink, but no, only no, nothing alcohol. to cut it. Yeah, it was really so, cool. It was really interesting how like the flavors of these different alcohols mixed together and created this new drink. I don't know. I really liked it. It was very strong, but it was. I just loved how. The flavors of the different alcohols mixed together and made a drink rather than, you know, like having alcohol and then a mixer with it. I just, I just thought it was interesting. It was it was really interesting because she said, you know, I think you're going to like this. And I was really skeptical. And it was like a... And she did it in this like fancy little snifter. It was like a tiny snifter it looked like almost. I don't really know. What to... I can't remember if it was like a pre-prohibition drink or like post-prohibition drink. I can't, I can't, I really can't remember. It, that was a long time ago, but it's that still, that's still like a we drink been, that We like, haven't been to Buck Mulligan's in a while. Yeah. Um, for a while there, we were going two to three times a week. Because we were trying to be regulars, and then we realized that being regular. You wanted to be a regular. I didn't really I care. I just wanted to do a thing. I know. You, you know, it's, it's, we enjoy trying to connect to, uh, the city we live in now. I'm sure we'll be doing that the rest they of our lives. They remember us at Dreamland. Yeah, she remembers us last night at yeah. Dreamland. We, we've been either, like, for the past if, three weeks, we've eaten there once every week. Yeah, I don't really know if we want to be... No, not at Dreamland. We probably need to wait a little bit before we go back there. Yeah. She's like, hello again, and we're like, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be a regular there. Uh, all of the Big Daddy Nachos are... Amazing. Absolutely. That's what I get every time. I don't they're care so about, delightful to eat. Their barbecue's great. It has barbecue on it, but, like, their barbecue sandwiches are great, but I think that that's just, it's very, a plain dish. Like, if you're just looking no, for something No, the Big Daddy like nachos a, are, like, well, that's got, a good, like, Birmingham thing to eat. Yeah, know? it's got some kind of sauce on it. It looks like it's mayonnaise-based. Alabama twang sauce is what they call it. Alabama twang Alabama sauce. Alabama twang! Um, and it has coleslaw on it as well. Mm-hmm. 
which is which to me Coleslaw the best part. Which is one of my favorite. Yeah. Favorite things. And they have hand or uh, house made nachos. I mean, house made uh, barbecue chips. House made like, barbecue they're chips. They're hand cut right? and they're like seasoned in small batches. Oh, they're so delightful. And they're nice and thick really cut, good. but they're still really crispy. So good. Anyway, back to Sky Castle, which we can never finish talking about. Apparently, that's okay. We got we've we're only you know a quarter um, of the way in. I can keep it. Yeah. We don't so Hayden well had a, it. Hayden had a beer. You actually had two different beers there. I had because I had a trim all of their tab because during something. their happen their happy hour, all the beers under eight percent are three dollars. Uh, yeah, eight percent alcohol or three dollars, which so, is which is a good deal because the second beer I had was like. Seven point five percent. It was still, on and it was an eight dollar beer. I got, th- I got it for three dollars. It was, and that was a good beer. I think a, I had a pillar to post trim tab. Yeah, pillar you had to pillar post. to post. And then, I'm actually becoming quite partial to trim tab, uh, which is one of our local breweries in town. Um, and then I had, I don't remember the, the brewery. It was, it wasn't an Alabama brewery. Oh, it's Cedar Creek Brewing. It's in brewery. It's in. Texas so in somewhere. Texas. I think it's Cedar Creek. Um, it was called Dankosaurus. It was supposed to have an aroma similar to uh, marijuana's, um, so and I can't really say that it. It smelled it, like a concert. It's it smelled like, <laughs> I mean, okay, you got three smells that come from concert. Well, four smells. You got urine, vomit, beer, beer. and weed. Those are the three smells. Actually, five, or five smells. Sorry, uh, and then you add sweat. So five, five cents, body odor, mustiness. Those are the smells. Yeah, see another reason why I don't like to go. I'd like to be. Uh, so that beer kind of smelled like a concert. It tasted good. I liked it. It was an IPA. I'm I'm big in IPAs right now. Um, uh, Pillar to Post. I don't even know what that is. I think it's a rye. Uh huh. Yeah. And then uh, during the happy hour, they have um, a burger. A burger. And it's it, that was a really good burger. The fries were amazing yeah the fries are better than the burger not that the burger so, wasn't great we'll definitely go back there it we'll was really back. neat only during happy hour though because good god their prices are very yeah very, that would be they're rough yeah that place is definitely a special occasion like nine like 9.99 for me is a decent burger price a burger and fries that's a decent price like full price i think theirs were like 15 dollars. yeah it was something like that but no i mean we try to only go out if we're gonna go to like a hip restaurant or whatever we generally try to go during happy hour because it's it's cheaper we can't afford to just you know slang that money slang it slanging it make it rain yeah we can't do that um but another place that really isn't all that expensive is jack brown's it's really close it's like right across the street from there yeah um jack brown's is good they have uh, one thing you got to watch out for, though, is they do not include fries in their prices. So it looks like it's But the cheap. basket of fries is like two fifty. I it's think. It's a pretty big basket. And it definitely is enough for two people. Yeah, I think we, we usually split them, and they, come, they have this really good sauce. I don't know what the hell they call that one. It's just, I think it's just like ketchup and mayonnaise mixed together with some seasoning in it. I could be totally wrong, though, but... It's good. I like it. It's um, really good. I normally just get a, just a plain cheeseburger there, but Hayden gets his burger... What is it? Uh, it's the uh, Greg Brady. The Greg That's Brady. What it's yeah. And it has what does it have on there? Mac and cheese. It's got homemade mac and cheese, and again, it has the house made barbecue chips. I didn't think they were house made. I thought I think they it were says house made. I'm not sure. I, I could be wrong, but uh, and I know it sounds weird, but oh man, something about that because they put. I think that they put the chips on t- like touching the patty, and then between the top bun. And the chips is the mac and cheese. So you have like a crunchy layer between the two, like more, uh, the less viscous materials, I guess. I don't know. What a way to describe it. Yeah. Uh, it's good. I like it though. It's, it's good stuff. Uh, what else have we done recently? Where, where are we going? Um, I think we had something. Oh, from... wait. Speaking of beer. Oh, sorry. Bump there the, bump the table. is this brewery in Huntsville, Alabama, which is about like an hour and a half to two hours north of here, called Salty Nut Brewery. Guys, this, I just want to say what you've done with this product is... is amazing. It's, it's genius. It's I'm marketing s- genius. I'm so impressed. Okay, so this beer is called Unimpeachable, and it's a peach pale ale, and the cover features... Our, our, our good governor... 
our morally upstanding governor. Oh, he is Robert he is Bentley, a saint. Groping the life out of a peach. So it's just look it up. It is it is hysterical. Okay, I'll let's. Post, I'll post the picture on the blog too. You, will they be okay with that? Yeah, that's fine. But I. So there's a hop city in Birmingham, which is. Um, they have, I think they have like 70-something beers on tap that, that you can fill a growler with. Or go if, in and sample them. I'm going to explain, I'm going to explain this to people because I was talking to some folks at work about it and they didn't know what a growler was. A growler is a 64, flu, 64 fluid ounce um, jug, pretty much. Typically it's like a brownish color, keeps some of the light out, which helps prevent the beer from going kind of skunky, which is, makes it go bad, pretty much. Um, and you, you pay you know, whatever they want you to pay for it. And to, you can get them very cheap, you know, and sometimes they have some things like they'll have Strongbow, which is a hard cider. Katie really likes it. That's that's a pretty... I mainly um, just like it because that's what I drank when I lived in England. Well, I'll, it's, I mean, I don't really like hard ciders a lot of times because I feel like they add a lot of sugar and yeah, it gives really, me a headache. Yeah, they're really, really sweet sometimes and I just can't deal with that. And the Strongbow in America tastes way different than the Strongbow in England. Um... But, you know, you, you go in, you pay to fill your growler. Uh, and you can also fill smaller containers, too, but they have to be approved containers. And um, Alabama just passed a new growler law, which is... The reason we can do this. And the day after they passed the growler law was when Salty Nut passed or introduced the unimpeachable peach pale ale. It's a peach, yeah. Um but you, and pe- peaches are really big in Alabama. People always yeah. think like, "Oh, Georgia peaches, whatever." But no, Alabama's pretty big. Chilton peaches. County peaches are some of the best peaches I've ever had, ever anywhere. Well, so yeah, yeah. Well, mo- moving on. Um, you can also buy canned, bottled beers from all around the world. They have mead also, which is one of my favorites. They also have wine. Um, and they have stuff to make your own beer and wine. And, and everyone there is just really knowledgeable and like is very passionate about that trade. Right. And that's something that's really refreshing. They're not just employees that work there. They like I genuinely enjoy, care about. Right. I mean, I, I worked at a, an outdoor store in uh, in Hoover, Alabama, um, which is now getting basically clo- Birmingham. Basically Birmingham. Um, People call it that, but I'm like, no. It's the Greater Birmingham Metro Area is what they probably refer to it as. Um, but it's it was a store where you required it required you to be knowledgeable about the product. You can actually harm people if you if you give them the wrong product for the wrong type of thing. So it was important to know, not that these beer people are going to harm anybody, um, but they help you. It's good to know, like you know, what do I you know what do I want to drink this? Like I want to eat some steak tonight. What's good with steak? Tell me. Or it's like, well, I like. So like someone. I like dry wines, or I like sweet wines, or I want a beer that's but less someone bitter. Someone that likes some like. Someone going, I like Miller Lite. I don't like Miller Lite, but someone could walk in there and they and they could help, you know, get you a stepping stone beer that would help you transition from drink from drinking Miller Lite to maybe drinking a, a beer that, to quote Hayden's dad, is a little furrier. Yeah. And one, and I want to say this too. Uh, I've noticed that a lot of people who drink. Beers like Bud Light, Miller Light. My dad drinks Michelob Ultra. Even things that are a little, they're kind of like those are those are things. Or Corona. That was that was the thing that got me into beer. I didn't start off drinking IPAs because IPAs are very very hot. But on the first time I drank an IPA, I thought I was gonna die. It tasted. I thought this is the most disgusting thing I've ever put in my mouth. Why would someone do this to themselves? Right. Wow. And some and some people can jump in because they they like bitter things. They like you know things that are malty that have a lot of like grains that are used. And but, there are some IPAs that are just more intense. Than yeah. Others, if you're so if you're looking just, to get into beer, take some time. Go go from. Something but, light that's that's you can buy everywhere. Like Yingling's a good place to start. Uh, and Hop Corona. City's good because you can get um, I like sample PBR. glasses. Um, yeah, and, and they're pay, ten, it's ten percent of the growler price. So it's like a couple. We bucks. like to go there, yeah. and we can get like four or five samples each, depending on what we're getting, and come out spending less than twenty five dollars. And we've each tried a ton of different beers. And um, which we're actually probably going to go do later today. Maybe. Um, I need to, I need to go wash out our growlers. We've got we've got a couple of them. But so that's just a really cool place to learn what you like and what you don't like, and try new things in a way that's not going to break the bank. Oh, let's get back to the the initial subject, the Governor Bentley thing. Governor Bentley um, 
recently has been involved. Actually, not recently. He's been doing this for God knows how long. And, like uh, people knew it, but it wasn't like and an incredible. Yeah, and, and, and in a relationship that's uh, in a, incredibly inappropriate in the way extramarital? that extramarital. Extramarital affair uh, is what, yeah, uh, and it's it's been nasty. Um, some recordings were posted of him saying very very vulgar things. Well, not super vulgar. One of the things he said. Do you want to say it? You say it better than I do. Uh, when I reach around and touch your breast, reach so that's what he's doing. You. He's reaching on the, around on this label. On yeah, salty nut brewery got like seriously. That is behind the peach and. Groping and it, gr- like squeezing the life out of these. And the peaches, yeah, and the peach. the face that he's making on this label, it's disgusting. But so this oh, brewery <laughs> created a Twitter account like just for this beer. And you can check out Katie's Twitter and see it. I think <laughs> I'll post a picture of the tweet. But um, so I was asking if Hop City was going to have this beer, so that way we didn't have to drive to Huntsville to get it. Um, and it's not available until June first, anyway. But they. Hop City said, if it comes to Birmingham, we'll definitely have it, and Salty Nut liked it, but then Unimpeachable, the beer, also said something along the lines of, like, yeah, baby, we'll be there, sweetie, or something like that, like, talking like how Governor Bentley talked in this recording that was published. Yeah, and And he's, well, there's there's movements to impeach him, uh, and he won't resign, which he should, he really should. Um, but in, in the spirit of what we were initially trying to do with this podcast, we're going to avoid the heavy pol- political talk. Um, it's just, it's just funny. Oh gosh, it's hilarious. It is, and it's the right way to go at that situation. It really is. Uh, like some of the guys at work, we were talking about it and it, it is absolutely hilarious. And I hope that if he sees that, he feels the shame that he should. Uh, it's just hysterical. It is. It's hilarious. Um, and I think that's important is being able to like find the humor in it. Because you could either like be ashamed of our state, which like yes, it is a shame. But I want to I want to try something because I'm I'm running out of cold liquid to. They cool said, me "Oh, off. babe, maybe we'll see you there, sweetheart." Yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, but we're, let's try, you want to try like a fade out and then we'll pause it and then we'll fade back in and so I, we can get more drink, some better drink. Oh, take a drink break like in, um, Hello from the Magic Tavern? Yeah, actually I think they do do that. Yeah, they? no, they do that. Yeah. We mentioned them in the last podcast as well. Still very funny. I haven't listened to them in a little while, uh, just because I haven't, we've been really busy and I've been listening to a lot of news and stuff, trying to stay as up to date on the political, the whole, the presidential race and everything. Oh, we're not talking about that. I refuse. No, we're not going to, we're not going to host opinions. That's what I feel like we shouldn't do is host an opinion on the matter. Um, just for the record, our cat is still asleep where she laid down. No, it's because she knows she's being inconvenient and that's what they like that, to do. It brings her peace to be inconvenient. <laughs> so, after our first episode got published, we didn't really, like, ask people what they thought. We kind of waited until whatever. So, Hayden's parents... They loved it. They thought it was so funny. What did your mom say? Um, I forget. What did she say? It was, like, it's quintessentially... Oh, yeah, it was quintessentially us as a couple. Because we... I'm, I'm more of, like... I'm not going to say a downer, but I, I have a less... I'm less energetic. Energetic in, in our... Uh, I don't know, in our interactions together. Uh, she's the more bubbly one of the two of us. Which, which is you so can, funny, you because I, I wouldn't tell. describe myself as, like, a bubbly person. I wouldn't say, well, okay, uh, I don't know, I'm, she's type A, I'm type B, that's the way that she would put it. Uh, my dad thought it was funny, because we made fun of my mom, uh, at this Mexican restaurant about the moose, so we're gonna get into that. He also thought it was funny that I called Hayden a punk bitch. yeah. Uh, and her mom said that she wanted to wash her mouth out with soap. So, so hi mom. Yeah. Oh. So we've kept it pretty clean. Not that we're gonna, we're not, you know, attempt. We're gonna, we're gonna curse and cover things that are. So the weekend yeah. after we posted the podcast was Hayden's sister Abby's wedding, and. So we saw a bunch of family members, and some of them had heard the podcast, some of them hadn't, and but Hayden's mom was like. 
man, talk about word of mouth marketing. Your mom is like one of our biggest, like, <laughs> She's one of have our you biggest. heard their podcast? Katie Nate have a podcast. Yeah, it's one of our. It was so cute. I loved it. Thanks, Kim. Yeah. Um, yeah, she but was. so she people she would tell people about the podcast and then walk away because she was you know busy like speaking to literally every person that was there, and the question that we'd always get asked afterwards what? after the podcast thing died away because they weren't interested or whatever was how's married life, and we still and to haven't be honest, come up with an I answer hate to that, that question. question. I, I hate it um, because it's not a good question. <laughs> no, you should never ask people that question. Um, it's not going to be like, hey, you guys doing okay? Like, just making sure that you, the, the relationship's health, healthy, but, like, how's married life? Not the way to go about it. I, th- I think I said that... Uh, I think we just said, it's good. It's good. Well, I, I, I'd say, like, it's going better than expected, but people usually take that to be like, oh, he was expecting it to be terrible. No, I wasn't. It's just, But, like, it's, one of the things that people told us... It's different than, we thought, than I thought it would be. But one of the things that people told us before we got married was like, yeah, it's all you know, peaches and roses or whatever, but it's going to be terrible. It's like, you shouldn't tell people, no, like, you shouldn't. your life is going to be terrible. I think I think next time somebody asks me that, if it's not somebody that I know that well, or if it's somebody that I don't know that well, I'm just going to tell them, I'm, I think I've got, we've got about three more, three more years. Or three days, I really don't know. We've got about three more years until we're, until we're done with this. And then that'll that'll make him be quiet. I think it'll be it'll Except be funny for me. Isn't funny, and I don't really want to joke about it, so I don't really like that answer. I just don't really like. The I think question. it's hilarious, just because. How's married life? Well, but even if it was terrible, like no one's gonna be like, we have terrible lives. We're miserable together. Like no one's gonna say that. Everyone's gonna lie and say it's great. But I mean, we're not lying when people ask us that. But I just don't really know how to answer that question. It. It's unfair to ask that question. It really is. And it's, it's a bit invasive as well. Um, but maybe that's, maybe they just ask it because we're newly married. I don't and know. I still think it's not don't fair. Ask, because, like, well, okay, people don't ask your parents how it's married life. They just ask Well, it's because like, they've been married for, like, 27 years now. Right. That's what or I'm some, saying. Something like twenty, or, or like late twenties. I know for a fact. People don't ask them that anymore. So I wonder at what point people stop asking. Twenty six. How's know. married life? Because now people probably ask your parents how your kids. Yeah, and that's that's probably an unfair that, question as well. Do you think that's well. what, like, that's when the transition happens? Like, or when, that's the next step in the thing? Kids, they just they stop asking about their marriage and they only ask about their kids. I I don't know. Um... I don't know. I just don't like that question. So I don't like it either. Don't but, ask it. Yeah, don't ask me that. <laughs> don't ask questions you don't know the answers to. <laughs> yeah. Like if we seem to be if we seem to be struggling, then you know whatever. It, it, like I said, it's okay to ask questions that are similar to that. In my in my opinion, it's okay to ask like, "Hey, you guys doing all right? Like, what's going on?" But Hayden, sometimes you're bad. The, like if a it's the context not engaged, as well. You're like. When are you going to get engaged? And it's like, no, oh, Hayden, don't ask them that. No, I do that because the people that I ask that question to, it's funny because I like to make them squirm. And it's like people that I know. Yeah, but maybe that's why people do it with us because they just like to. Well, we're not going to, I'm not going to squirm. But like, I, I do it to people that I know, like I have intimate relationships with, like, uh, I don't want to put anybody on the spot. I'm not going to mention anybody. But like people that I know, like if somebody, like if my best friend asked me, hey, how's married life? It's different. He has the right to ask that question. But I think that your best friend wouldn't ask you how's married life. They would just be like, how are things going? And they well, want to know what's going on with you. Because, I don't know, and maybe this is... We're figuring it out. The, the, the longer the short of it is, if you want to ask me that question, go ahead. I might not be able to but give you the best us, answer. Just ask us how we're doing. If you want, we first will, thing you need to we do... We will inevitably talk about the other person. Right, well, the first, what you need to do is, is if you don't know me that well, get to know me first. I, I love to talk to people. That is one of the things I love to do the most. That's why I like to do, I want to do this podcast. The other night, we were at a bar, and I talked to a complete stranger on a whim, just because he seemed like he'd be an interesting guy to talk to, and we wound up talking to him for almost three hours, and it was it was an excellent conversation. So, um, Stuart, if you're listening, hey, Stuart. Hello, Stuart. How are you? I hope you're doing well. We'll be at your event. 100% we will be there. What is, what was it, uh, what was the name of it? It's like Flix Movie Night. Movie Night at Get the... Your... I can't remember. We'll have to, uh, yeah, uh, but it, there is, I think it's May 12th or something. I can't remember. Maybe we but can, we'll be maybe there. We it's can... on my calendar. 
we'll we'll put it up on one of the um, social media things just to give them a shout out. Um, but yeah, that was that was really cool. Get to know me. Talk to me. Talk to her. Talk to us. I don't care. Then you can ask. You know, we're well, what's like going fairly on? Fairly cool people. I think we're I think we're relatively interesting people. Um. Yeah. So what what's next on the agenda? What do we got? I mean. So, when we were talking to Stuart, that was one of the most, like, gratifying... I don't want to get into it too much, because I didn't ask his permission to say anything about the conversation. I just, I just I'm asked I'm not him, talking about that. I'm just saying that was one of the most, like, gratifying experiences was. I've He's had. A very, he was a very genuine person, and he was very interesting, and... Uh, and I didn't realize, like, how... Like, talking to him and, like... Soaking in that entire conversation that we had just made me realize, you know, I I am a creative person and I need that outlet. And like doing this podcast with Hayden is something that is extremely gratifying to me. Well, it's good. it's important to have hobbies. I think everybody needs an outlet for something. Is that where you're going you just, with this? Yeah. Okay. But you just I forgot because I am a creative person, but I forgot. So. Yeah, you know, having having an outlet is very, very gratifying. I've just been neglecting my need for a creative outlet because I felt like I didn't have the time or well, the time that I do have, I'm, I'm spending, like, recovering energy-wise from ungratifying experiences at work or whatever. So... Well, you know, we... I've been neglecting my... The kind of people we are, we need that. We're both creative people, so we have to have uh, an outlet, uh, something to put that energy into, or even release stress into. Um, it's it's been and yeah, it's been good doing this. We we both really enjoyed that. So you know, I don't. It's something I didn't realize I needed. Well, I'm glad that we both. You know, I'm glad we discovered that we both needed that. I I mean, I knew that, and I've been I've been trying to read more and write more and things like that to help myself through that. Um, but Katie's just been having kind of a hard time of it because she's in a stage of her life that I'm not really in uh, right now. She's got a degree and she's trying to find a job that, you know, that's... Or she's, trying to, she's trying to start a career that will be gratifying and it's been, it's been hard. Uh, people have... I, I think that one of the problems with the, the education system we have... Uh, not you know not only is it not involved enough um, but there's there's a lot of lies that are told too because you're told when when I was in high school uh, even even before that in middle school get good grades so you can go to a good college uh, and you can get you know your degree and then get a good job just because you have a degree doesn't mean yeah because then when you get into college it's like you like, when you're a sophomore and you're friends with seniors at that point, I mean, you could be friends with... I was friends with seniors when I was a freshman. I don't really know how that... Yeah. But you realize at that point, like, you... So these people, like, almost have a degree and they're struggling to get a job. So then at that point, their their decision is either, like, keep trying to get a job or go to grad school. And, and then, even at that point, I know people with master's degrees that still can't find anything. Exactly, yeah, so... That's a lie that we that, that students are being told. People that are my age and her age are being told that my mother is being is has been told she's going to get her master's degree. Which, mom, I'm very proud of you for doing that. Please, please, please continue. Uh, I know it's hard right now just because of the whole you're getting Abby through the wedding and all that. But I hope that you can go back very, very soon. Um, but it's you know. It's fed to people, and it is a complete lie. It's expensive to go to school. But... And it's... The payout, I don't know. I mean, you spend $35,000 plus just for a bachelor's degree, depending on where you go, and, and you're you're told in school that that's what's going to get you a job. That's what's going to make you happy. That's what's going to get you into a career that's going to be fulfilling. And it's not true. It's a complete lie. Some people are lucky. I have a friend who... Uh, he got an engineering degree, which, which helped out. Uh, you know, being an engineer typically makes it a little easier. From what I understand, it makes being it an easier. engineer or nurse. Those are pretty much engineering and nursing. Yeah, those are those are really easy to to or easier to find jobs. I'm not saying it's not hard for those people too, but 
you know, we're, we're told from an early age that that is the only way you're going to find something that's going to support you and make you happy and pay you lots of money. Maybe because it's easier. It is easier to find a job with a degree. Because, like, yeah, it's hard to find a job with a degree, but it's also... It's hard to find a job anywhere. No, I, I don't... I don't disagree with that. I'm just saying that it's easier to find a job with a degree, you know, even though you know it's even still difficult, but it's even more difficult to find a job without a degree. Well, you know what's even harder is being married and watching. So I've been watching Katie try to find a job for so long, and she's been passed up time and time again um, just because, you know, and they're like, you got to have experience, but everybody's requiring X, X amount of years of experience, and it's you can't get it if nobody's hiring. She's got a job right now where she's not exactly fulfilling the... The, the dream. Fulfilling the dream, doing things that are making her feel good, not, you know, not doing things that are uh, good for her, you know. Hell, it's not even good for the company she's working for at this point. Um, but, you know, it's... I'm sick and tired of hearing schools and teachers say that. If I have kids and I hear someone say that to my kid, I'm going to be incredibly mad because it is a bald-faced lie. But people... My problem is... Okay, so if you're forcing someone in to do something because that's what they're, quote, supposed to do, like, they're not going to enjoy it, so... My problem is it's being misrepresented. I'm not saying that you can't... That having a degree... I want to get a degree... You know, I want to go to school and do things like that. That's the reason I'm working the job I'm at now. It's because it, it ha- helps me pay for school. But, um, you know, it's the way that they're that they're advertising this particular walk of life is that you're going to go to school. It makes colleges into a degree factory, not a place for someone to, like, learn and grow no, and I think appreciate should, what yeah. they want to study. It's a degree factory. Well, I mean, certain colleges are like that, you know, like... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything because I don't want to offend anybody. But there are there are degree factories out there that are strictly out there to to put you know a diploma in someone's hand and to you know collect it's, a little bit of cash. It's a check mark on a job application. Right. But my mate, my my problem with this whole situation is that they are telling people, they're telling children, who are more likely to believe something than an adult that's that's jaded and been through the ringer five times over a 25 year old who's gone to college three times and not you know that's still a freaking sophomore like myself um you know they're telling these people that you're gonna if you get a degree you're gonna step out the door and someone's gonna say hey joe schmo here's here's a hundred thousand dollars a year and and a heart full of joy and a great life it's not true i want to get off this we've been talking for we've been talking about it for a little while yeah, we probably should. We should definitely. Um, anyway. Hey, well, uh, let's let's talk about some things that we're enjoying right now, like uh, some music. We've talked we talked about it a little bit last time. Uh, Still really enjoying Alabama Shakes. Alabama Shakes. So good. You guys are awesome. Love and them. Hayden has loved Alt J for a, a while. Yeah, they haven't they haven't released an album in a little bit. But, but you know. I recently grew to appreciate it War- i guess a word of warning if you don't know the lyrics don't play them around your children because they there's Just some don't, nasty don't ones don't listen to the because you can't really understand them anyway yeah he's got a kind of a mumbly kind so, of so don't worry about uh, what the words say just listen to it um i really like grease blocks and tessellate um i can't think of any other ones right now that i really like that they uh, I think I like their first album better than the second album, honestly. Not that the second album's not great, but, um, oh, also, um, Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night yes! Sweats. Yes! Uh, so, that whole album, that's one that you can listen to, From like, track to one end. to the yeah. last track. That's a good, that's a, those are good musicians that can really put their heart and soul into every single track and, and make, and I know that's hard to do, but these guys, they did it with this, this album that they have. Album of Shakes is great at doing that. Uh, Alt J's great at doing that. Um, Leon Bridges, he's great at doing that. That's another guy. Oh yeah, his album Coming to. Home. Yeah, Coming Home. Yeah. yeah, he's really good. I think he was actually on SNL recently, was he not? Um, not super recently. I think it was Oopsie. the first half of this season, maybe. But um, yeah, no, he's he's very talented. That's an album you can listen to, track one to the end, and enjoy. Um, also, 
Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats, they were on, uh, what's his name? Jimmy Fallon. Uh, yeah. The Tonight Show. Is that not what he does now? The Tonight Show? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he took over for Jay Leno, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, that was like three or four years ago. Well, I know. I just, I forget. That, to me, it's, it's the Jimmy Fallon show in my mind. When I think of Jimmy Fallon, that's what I think about. I love that show. It's a great show. Um, also, The Roots, that's actually his house band. The Roots, they, they're really good, too. Uh, yeah, they come to Alabama like once a year. Um, what did they come I, here for? I wonder. They're a railroad, they've been a, been railroad, a railroad park. park for something the past two years. Um, and we've been mean to go, but we just, like, don't do it. Uh, well, that that gets into the whole, like, I don't like to be around large groups of people thing. I want to be intimate. I want to talk to people that, you know, I can have a conversation without having to yell over them. Yell over music and stuff like that, or, you know, uh, yeah, or whatever. I mean, yeah, Nathaniel Royal and the Night Sweats, they were on um, The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and it was... Uh, <laughs> Apparently they played uh, one of their hit songs, Son of a Bitch. I think it's just called, is it called S.O.B.? Mm-hmm. The, the track name is S.O.B., but that's the, the what, you know. It's ev- so good. But the, he said that they, uh, his words, I believe, were they brought the house down. Everybody just lost it. And it's true. It's just one of those songs that makes you want to, like. That's a good song. Get up and move. And we found them after, right after we finished um, Master of None for the first time. Well, we were. I think we were listening to. I can't remember if one of their songs. Was Birmingham English. Mountain Radio. No, no, no. It was. We heard them on the radio. Remember, I said, "Hey, I want to." I wanna... But it was around the time when we. No, it was. You're right. You're right. I think we actually were going to a Mexican restaurant. Now that I think about it, we were Acapulco. We were in the parking lot, and I heard the song, and I shazammed it on my See, phone. See, I don't even remember that. That's interesting what you do. Um. I just I've I listened to that album to death, so I had to go, like. I've gone a little while without listening to them. I just don't, recently. like, to me, I can't, I'm the kind of person that I can listen to the album a few times in a row, uh, but then I have to, like, set it down for a little while. No, um, I mean, I'm the same way, so. I just feel like our, the like, our cycles don't sync, so it's like when I'm done listening to it. I'm, I'm at the point where I'm listening to it over and over again, and he's like, oh my gosh, stop. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't want to listen to this anymore. But uh, he does the same thing to me, so... No, I do. And there are certain songs that I can play a million times in a row and never get tired of. Um, any, Pretty much anything by Genesis or Phil Collins. Billy Joel was that for me. Yeah, she likes Billy Joel a I lot. love Billy Joel so much. <laughs> He's a good artist. Um, but yeah, you know, we've... There's other things that we've been enjoying, too, like... Uh, TV shows, Master of None, that was one. Oh, so good. Very good. Aziz and Sorry. And that's one show, like, about, quote, millennials, written by, quote, millennials, that isn't a millennial hating show. Like, it's I don't like, know. It's just, it is a quality show. It makes you to laugh me, till you cry, yeah. almost pee your pants, but it can also, like, make you cry because, like, oh, wow, these emotions, like, you feel it so intensely it I, I just identify with a lot of it and it talks a lot about relationships in the century and how it approaches life in a, in a way that was refreshing for some young folks like us that was, but not in a way that's antagonizing because a lot of shows now are like oh millennials they're so terrible they're selfish and they just they're entitled and like the guy that we talked to the other night Stuart um, he's um, he said he was pushing 60 I, don't, I didn't actually get his it doesn't age. matter how old he is. It doesn't matter, but he's he's you know older than us, a lot more seasoned and experienced. And he said, "I hate that word." Uh, yeah, he called it the M word. The M word. <laughs> uh, yeah. So another, let's, what's another show? Uh, the un, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Katie really likes that one. We saw. I still haven't finished the second season because we were gonna watch it together. But I mean, we just haven't had time. We haven't sat and watched TV like at all this week. I think we watched two episodes of Parks and Rec the whole week. Yeah, but, uh... We just haven't done very much. We just haven't had... I don't know if we haven't had time or we haven't had the energy. Wow, we haven't had the energy to watch TV. Wow. But, I mean, it's it's an emotional energy, not necessarily a physical energy. I don't, I don't know. It's hard to explain. That's okay. I mean... Um, what's, what's another one we've been... Uh... Treme. Oh yeah, that's 
Is that yeah. HBO? Yeah, that's HBO. It's I think we're watching it on uh, Amazon Prime, though. Is it the the? Yeah, 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 yeah. The Gateway. That's Haynes a really Annie good one. And she told us to watch that. Did she really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Well, it's interesting because, like, the week before we went to New Orleans, and then the weekend after that, she told she told me to. She's like, "Oh, James and I've been watching the show, and it's so good." Um, so we started watching it, and it is really good. It's we went to New Orleans for the first time in March, I think, and yeah, it was in March, and we just both digested the city very differently. I mean, honestly, I'm still digesting that city. There's just a lot to take in, and no, there was there there really was. I think I enjoyed it more than she did, at least like on the initial assessment of it. Um. We we got to have two locals that have been longtime locals uh, take us around town, which was really great. Kurt and Dewey, thank you guys, really really appreciate that. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. You guys were great to us. Um, but you know that was that was a really really fun fun trip. And and seeing the show now after going there and seeing it after Katrina because it's about post Katrina. Uh, yeah, it helps understand. Because one of my things when we were there was, you know, it's been so long. You have to move past something in order to move forward. And Katrina is something that New Orleans is never going to forget. Not that they should forget it, but some people have been able to accept it and improve the city. And some people feel that the people that have moved, that are moving on and trying to improve the city are taking the city away from what, what it was before from what it was and yeah there's you've got people i mean it's the same thing with like the way our countries ran you know mm-hmm. there's people who want to be like you know dig their feet in and be like i don't want to change anything i like it the way it is and there's other people who are like i want to change things do things differently but the people that are coming in and changing things are the ones that bring the city back to life if the people who are like we need to make it how it was then the city's not going to go anywhere it's not going to it's not going to last part of what make something timeless is it's far, far be it from us first off to right because we've only been there one time we've only been so there we one really time. shouldn't even be talking about this because right we, don't we have know very what little about. yeah yeah and you know it's one of those it's one of those places where if you don't have a connection if you're not a local if you haven't put your time in there if you haven't felt the pain the pressures and the things of it like birmingham i feel the same i, I feel that way here because i've been here for uh living here there was, there was a small period of time where I wasn't living here. In the city itself. In the city itself. Because when you're from the greater Birmingham metro area, you still, when you go out of state, you, you tell people you're from Birmingham, even though you really lived in Alabaster. No, my address, my, my zip code is 35205. Like, I, I live... Oh, yeah, we live in We live, Birmingham. like, in Birmingham. Yeah. Um, and not that, you know, I think it, it's... That's a, that's a point of pride for me. I don't really know why. But, uh... And I don't care if people say they're from Birmingham. It's easier to say because we live in Alabama. You say Alabaster or Pelham or like Locust Fork or Hayden even. There's a city called Hayden uh, near us. Cat, don't you dare. No. No, 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 no. Cat has woken up. No, no. Don't do that. Stay there, mama. Don't do it. Lay back back down. Lay back down. Or get off the table. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Oh, she's going down. Okay, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Okay, good. Oh, cats. I They are step cats to me sometimes. Because <laughs> Hayden had the cats before he met me. And so I'm like their stepmom, I guess, technically. I don't really know. But... You know, I want to I do this. Let's do a connection of the week. Like, what connection that we'd make. Because this, this is a podcast about relationships. It's about our relationship. It's about... The relationships of others around us. It's about our relationships with those people. Uh, our connection of the week is going to be with Stuart. Uh, Stuart Oates is his name. Uh, that's the connection we made. And it was a whole, like, a, a genuine... That was such an enriching and valuable experience. It was. I will never forget it. No, I won't either. Um, it, and it was a genuine, unadulterated experience. And part of me thinks that maybe it is one-sided, but I think Stuart... I think he enjoyed, enjoyed it, too. Enjoyed it, too. I mean, he took our picture, and... He wrote his number in my in my little field journal that I have that I was taking notes in, and uh, it was a, it was a fun experience. Um, and, and I don't I, think I, it was one-sided. No, I don't think so, either. Uh, well, let's not do connection of the week. Let's do connection of the episode, because we're not doing a podcast a week. 
We still don't really know what schedule we're doing. But it's really Hi- I have a highlighted connection. Well, it's like, that was like engaging. Like an engaging experience. Well, it was. And, and, and the gratifying. only reason... The only reason that we were able to connect with him the way that we were was um, I, I like to talk to people. I like to interview people. One of the hardest things for me is uh, the approach, is getting somebody to engage with you. Which that's something I really admire about you because I don't have the chutzpah to, yeah, yeah. to walk up to someone and be like, hey, I want to talk to you. I mean... That's Granted, why I, I, I had a beer beforehand, so I was a little, little more lucid than... I don't know. I just, I, it's hard for me to just walk up to a stranger and talk to them. I mean, it takes a lot of courage for me personally to be able to do that. And Well, my, there, I needed a vehicle because just walking, the old way I was doing it, I was just walking up and being like, hey, my name's, you know, my name's Hayden Frank. I'm a, I, I, I'm a writer. I'm a, I guess, pseudo journalist. Um, can I, you know, can I talk to you? And a lot of times that was off-putting to people because... I, I guess I'm an intimidating figure. I'm a six foot three man. I weigh two hundred and forty ish, fifty ish pounds. It doesn't matter how much you weigh. Just giving you an idea. I'm a big. I'm a big guy. With a beard. With a beard. Um, a red beard. A red beard. Uh, you know, so it, and I guess that might be off putting to some people. Like, oh, this big guy is talking to me. Kind of weird. You know, and, and I, I feel like we don't connect with each other the way that we used to because of the social media stuff and the fact that we always have phones with us and we're always looking at the screens and things like that. I'll get into that later. Actually, I'll cover that on my own without Katie, unless she wants to do that. But um, I, I walked, I, I was toying with an idea in the car while we were driving to the uh, brewery that we were going to go to, which was actually Trim, trim Tab. Trim tab. Um, I said, what if, what if I approached people and said... Um, Hey, how's it going? Uh, I have a proposition for you. What if, or how about if if your phone is above eighty five percent charged, I will buy your next drink, um, because I feel like it's completely reasonable for somebody to go through the day and answer phone calls, and you know shoot a few texts, check your emails every every once in a while, and not just constantly be on it. And you have eighty five percent battery, because I feel like there's a lot of people out there who feel like our batteries don't last long enough, but those are the people who are texting and and call you know and phone call sending phone calls and facebooking and twittering and snapchatting twittering That's, twittering whatever i don't know what i don't give a crap what it's called i just I, i'm in opposition okay grandpa whatever uh i still feel like i'm on the right side of this argument <laughs> but uh and, there's a right side or a wrong side no, it's just well, a different side yeah it's a different side i guess you know uh but i said uh, I was going to say, you know, if your phone is about 85%, I will buy your next drink. But here's the catch. You have to let me talk to you for a little while. I'll just interview. And then I'll, you know, I'll give them the whole spiel. Like, oh, I'm Hayden. I'm a writer. I'm a pseudo-journalist. Whatever. Uh, and I, I walked. I, Stuart was sitting just a couple chairs over from me at the bar. And I said, you know, I did my whole run through. And I said, um, you know, let me. You know, what's your what's your percentage at after that? And he flipped it over, and he was at around eighty seven percent. And I said, "All right." And he said, "It looks like you owe me a drink." And so we we commenced the talking, and we bought his drink. Uh, actually, I think that they accidentally charged him for that drink. Well, for I that. think we got double charged for it. That's okay. It's not a big deal. Um, it was worth the experience. Like we got charged, and he got charged for it. That's okay. It's it was worth the experience, but. Uh, you know, that was that was a connection that, that I'm really proud that we both were able to make and just talk to a complete stranger and enjoy each other's company for being people uh, and just talking. He said, uh, one of his quotes was, uh, we were talking about, you know, the communications, and he said, well, to put it lightly, dogs sniff each other's butts, we talk. And uh, he's a very intelligent man, not that that quote is indicative of his, you know, level of intelligence. But yeah, it was it was a very very fun experience to be able to do that with him, uh, and just to talk to somebody that we don't know. But uh, I think we're about out of time. So I would agree. She she would agree. <laughs> uh, thank you very very much for listening. Oh, we want to sh- uh, shout out for what's his name that did the art. Oh, Zach Carroll. He did fan art and little like cartoon drawings of me and Hayden and oh they're so cute. I'll definitely put that on the blog. Yeah, we'll have and to do that. Share that picture on the social media outlets. But 
it was so it was heartwarming to heartwar- see yeah. yeah heartwarming to see like oh like someone liked our product our thing enough to draw that and create something like that's so inspiring that our creative outlet inspired someone else to to do something like that something. We, we really appreciate that thank you yeah. thank you zach um and anyone else who tweeted at us or whatever uh, that does that. Katie handles the social media, which and is probably a good time, thing. <laughs> so, in January, we bought a Subaru, and we still haven't named the car. So, next episode, we're going to have a list of names, and we're going to have a poll for people to choose. Help us choose. Help us choose the name of our car. And we'll post pictures of it, and um, we'll try to name... That Subaru. Name that Subaru. Name that Subaru. Come on down. All right. Thanks Thanks again for listening. Uh, we hope you have an excellent week, an excellent month, an excellent year. An excellent life. And what was the... Make good choices. Make good choices. All right. Uh, all righty then. I think that, that's all we can do for now. So long and farewell. So long and farewell. Goodbye. Bum 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 b